It's not getting it, getting it. And that brings me to finish this sentence. Yes, a new game, finish this sentence. I'm gonna start a sentence and then uh, normally if it's uh, only one person I'm interviewing, um, but today, since it's a new game, we're gonna go around the table and we're gonna let everybody finish the sentence. Now, remember, there are four people finishing the sentence, so finish the sentence, not write a novel. <laughs> Finishing the sentence. Okay, so, Brian, uh, we will start with you. First question is, before I go to bed tonight, finish the sentence. Do I finish the whole sentence or do I just say one word? Wh whatever, whatever it is because before I you... I know if it just kept going. Yeah, no, well, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, I'll, yeah, the beginning of the sentence is before I go to bed tonight. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Before I go to bed tonight. Before I go to bed tonight, I'm going to have to tell my mom happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Before I go to bed tonight? Uh, before I go to bed tonight, I uh, probably watch TV, be lazy, do nothing. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is lame. It's nice. It's nice, though. Yeah. Uh, before I go to bed tonight, I'm going to have to find time to get in a cigar and a Rieger Manhattan. <laughs> that is mandatory. And that sounds like the Chris O'Connor. Yes. And I'm a female. Before I go to bed tonight. I'll probably play with the cat. Okay, because he's he that is. Just sounds like a euphemism. Yeah, I was gonna say that didn't sound right. <laughs> it's a real cat. Okay. He's very. We haven't been spending much time with him, and he's getting very angry about it. He is getting a little angry about it. Actually, it's kind of funny. Uh, as soon as I get up tomorrow, <laughs> as soon as I get up tomorrow, I'm gonna hit the gym. All right. As soon as I get up tomorrow, I have to pet the cat. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, I just kidding. Uh, no, oh, as, as I soon as I get up, to, yeah, as soon as I get up tomorrow, I gotta uh, shower, shave, and uh, get out the door and go to work. Yeah. So I will be doing one of two things, and I just don't know which. Honestly, I'll either be going to the gym as well, or I will be going to Las Vegas. Okay. I vote for Vegas. I go for Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get a flip I'm gonna vote for Vegas. Yeah. No, if I had a vote, I'd be in Vegas. As soon as I get up tomorrow, take a shower. Take a shower. Yeah. Actually, probably make coffee. Yeah. <laughs> then take a shower. Yeah, really. Uh, whenever I feel nervous. Whenever I feel nervous, I become extroverted. Okay. That's interesting. That is, that is interesting. Huh. Whenever I get nervous, I get really warm, you know, a little flustered. <laughs> um, that sounds about it. You know. Yeah. Petting the cat. Petting the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I should have uh, known better. Yeah. That would be the line of the night. Yeah, I was going to say, we could always go back to the, I, sh I knew better, but I did it, <laughs> did it anyway. anyway. <laughs> um, whenever I get nervous, I will do the exact thing, because um, I guess I equate nervousness with a kind of a fear, and fear is just the thing I despise most in the world, so I will do whatever it takes to conquer that fear at that moment. Okay. Hmm. Whenever I get nervous. I just shut down. 
that's probably the best way to describe it. Okay. Ever since I was a child. Ever since I was a child. Five I, years ago. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Brian is the youngest uh, member of our panel, by the way. That's a tough. That's ever since I was a child. I I wanted to learn the piano. Okay, that's, that's a good one. Fun. It is a good one. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was a child, I wanted a pet kitty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, ever since I was a child, you know, I don't know. I, I, uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything, you know, ever since I was a child. I don't know, ever since I was a child, I've, I've been a Yankees fan. Okay. That's for sure. There you go. That's yeah. time. Uh, you guys probably already know this. I think we've talked about it many times. But ever since I was a child, I wanted to retire at 50 and move to Puerto Vallarta and live on the beach. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think you have talked about it. Yeah. We, ha- we awesome. have heard that. Yes. That is still the plan. It gives us another place to visit. <laughs> there you go. Exactly right. Ever since I was a child. I wanted to learn how to paint. You can come to my house. We've got an entryway you can paint. <laughs> Teach you how to do it. Pictures. I want um, to paint pictures. <laughs> as long as I live... Hey, this is hard being first. It's, uh, it's a challenge. Uh, how come you're not answering? My game. <laughs> you always answer all the other ones. Uh, one, of these, one of these days, uh, I, I will actually play today. I'm playing. I'm, uh, I'm the question person for the panel. Huh. As long as I live, I will always be the city boy of my family. Okay. As long as I live, we will not own a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and I do mean a real cat. <laughs> um, as long as I live... I will not lose. Even the times I screw up, I'll learn from them and come back stronger and will not lose. Okay. Oh, gosh. Can you just skip me? If, you, if you'd like to skip your turn. Boo. As long <laughs> as I live, I will be the family organizer. Yes. <laughs> this is very true. I am the one that has to make all the decisions. That's, that's like power, though. Yeah, her. But. Yes, but it's horrible power because yeah. it's like... Her brother or sister-in-law everybody would disagree, is so in, but it's the truth. It's, everybody is so indecisive, including me. So it's really like it's, <laughs> it just sucks to be the one that has to make the decisions. Just as I was falling asleep last night, uh, just as I was falling asleep, you know, I have I have a quote. If you can believe this or not, I have a white giant whiteboard in my room, which I I do math and data analysis and different things on because that's, that's money laundering, money money laundering <laughs> right. plans, business plans, business plans. Uh, and but I have a quote that I keep up there, and it's always the last thing that I read and everything. So uh, just as I was falling asleep, uh, I always think uh, I can't afford to not see what my greatest is. Okay. That's a good quote. That is a great quote. Um, just as I was falling asleep last night. Uh, Don't say anything about a cat. No, I had nothing to do with cat. <laughs> um, actually, one of my favorite episodes of uh, of um, Family Guys ca- uh, came on, so I had to sit up and watch it. 
Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Posted with the TV on there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Not much else going there. Uh, every, before I go to bed every night I do the same thing and I always track the five best things that happened to me that day and the five things I want to do better the next day. Okay. Awesome. That's real life goal stuff. She says I was falling asleep last night. I don't even remember falling asleep last <laughs> night. <laughs> Honestly. I'd say you hit the Second pillow and it was... <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure like I hit the pillow when I was. Did I even hit the pillow? <laughs> Not sure. To tell you the truth, you, <laughs> as you were actually leaning toward the pillow, you were already asleep. I think so. <laughs> there was nothingness. <laughs> my best friend. My best friend. Uh, will always be there for me. My best friend lives on the other side of the state. And even though we don't see each other very often or talk very often, every single time we meet up, and it could be years apart, it's like we have never been apart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I get that. <laughs> uh, strangely, my best friend is a 68-year-old man who I met while smoking cigars, and we have hung out almost every night for four years. And he's a very good friend of this show. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. My best friend. Yes. And I share a brain. <laughs> Her mom calls it the hive. I, I have witnessed the hive. I didn't. We actually it was just sucked a, other people into it. I thought it was just a joke until I saw them form the hive. And uh, is his name Tyler Durden? <laughs> no. <laughs> We've been, we, my best friend and I, we've been friends since we were 15, so. I have never. I have, you know, the thing that always pops up, I, I have never smoked marijuana. Go home. <laughs> you don't know what kidding. you're missing. <laughs> hey, he learned, never get high in his own supply. There you go. Money laundering, <laughs> selling drugs. There you go. You learned that. They're, Smart man. They're connecting the dots. Yeah. <laughs> if the feds are listening, no. You know, I've never gone uh, skydiving, and I really want to do that. That's a good one. That is a good one. I've never quit anything, like good or bad. Okay. <laughs> For the better or the worse. But, uh, okay. Not a quitter. <laughs> you just let it die naturally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's a bad quality. Hmm. I have never been arrested. You don't know what you're missing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood. I know. <laughs> Came close. <laughs> there we go. Politicians. Alright, politicians. Uh, <laughs> just finish the sentence. I feel like you really uh, don't need to say anything else. Yeah, I kind of want to cut, period. <laughs> politicians, period. Uh, or, or question mark. Yeah, or question mark. <laughs> Politicians know the game. Politicians, I think sometimes. Sometimes I think they're like attorneys and cops, where you don't like them until you need them. That's probably true. You know. Yeah, you that. You don't know when you need them. So I think a lot of times. That's the problem. <laughs> a little bit of a gray. That's why it's like easy to not want them or need them. You know. Yeah. And it's funny. I think almost. 
not exactly opposite, but not in a slightly different vein. I think politicians are best when they do nothing at all. I'd agree with that. So that makes me very happy when nothing gets done. <laughs> you have actually, you have said that before. Many times. I know, and it was all I could do not to get into a debate because <laughs> I know part of the reason is because Chris likes to... Well, and so many times like they do things just because they feel the need they got to do them to prove themselves, right? right? I mean, they just yeah. prove that why they deserve to keep getting paid. And right? I, also exactly. don't, I don't know what the government just does well. So I'm like, oh, I'd rather you just not do anything. Right. Politicians. Are out of touch. I'll go with that. Yeah, yep. you know I'll go with that. That's good. Cool. Parents. Parents actually have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> I think most of them will agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I would say um, parents I don't think are really truly appreciated by their children until their children become adults. Very true. Very true, I think. Yeah, and I think this probably goes along with that. I would say at least as far as the parents I know uh, most of the parents mean the best even when they're doing the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Most of the time, I think that is true. Parents can be so frustrating, but you love them anyway. Very true. I, I got one more to add, just in case my brother's listening. Sure. Parents have a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of them would disagree with that secretly. Secretly. Agree. Secretly agree, yeah. Once I dreamt that. <laughs> Once I dreamt that I was in a jousting match. That, I mean, that happened. And it was, it was pretty crazy. It was hilarious. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. It's... Okay, so... This was a reoccurring dream for about a couple months, but once I dreamt that I was in a room on a tall building, like a skyscraper type building, and the inside of the room was perfectly well-appointed, manicured, really nice, you know, paint, all that kind of stuff, but everything outside of that room was like a worn, torn, like after the bomb was dropped in Hiroshima, kind of blown away, and the room would sway back and forth, and I always had this feeling that I was going to fall out of the building and fall to my death. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, for a couple months? Yeah, for a couple months. It went on like every other night. Wow. Huh. That would be, I would say, like, that no, would, I have no clue. That would be like, interesting I'm to, to out really what like, dig into what that yeah, meant. Yeah, analyze that. Once I dreamt that I could actually remember any of my dreams. I just never, I don't know of any dreams. I don't remember them ever. Huh. Uh, I'm the same way. I can't think of them at all. You don't remember anything? I can remember them when I first wake up. And if I don't say something or write it down, I don't remember them. Okay. Although I do have to say that I dream about people I'm I'm around dying all the time. It's it's not the same person. It's just like like I'm I'm witnessing them dying. Eesh. Type thing. And it's not like somebody's killing them. It's like, you know, like they get in a car wreck or they just die or whatever, but... Oh, that's way better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not it. like so, 
some torturous death. Way to, way to put a good spin on that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, so we're gonna use that as your once I drop that. We're gonna just use that. What? That. We're gonna use that. That's it, right there. So, Christmas. Christmas time is family time. Christmas is actually my favorite, favoriteest. I'll use bad English. Favoriteest time of the year. I, I mean, I love it. I'm like a kid all over again. You get a real Christmas tree, you know. Watch all the old, uh, the old uh, movies, all the old uh, cartoons, you know, the claymation ones, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is, you know. It's just, I love it. Awesome. And, and it's funny, like I've grown to be the exact opposite. Like Christmas means so much less to me now than it did when I was younger. It just, I mean, I think a lot of it is not having kids and not having that kind of stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, the, I, I don't know. It, it's not a big thing to me. Not anymore. a big deal. No, I mean, it's a neat time of year, man. It's cold in there. I hate being cold. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know you're a summer. We are a warm weather. Yeah, give me 4th of July. Um, Christmas for me is tradition. Because we, um, my mom and I have a, you know, we have a, pretty solid tradition of getting up early and making uh, meatballs and spaghetti and watching The Quiet Man and all of that has to happen. And cookies. We have cookie day, which is so stressful. A long and involved day. It it really is like a whole day. (laughs) We get started at 10 and we usually end about 7 or 8. Uh, cookies. Oh, yeah, well, make we make every one of the kids, there's oh. four kids, and then whatever the adults want, but the kids get to pick what type of cookie they want, and... It's enough for every household to take Yeah, we several, all take several. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's, it's, it, we probably do about 10 to 12 dozen cookies. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So it's actually pretty cool. I get really angry when... I get really angry when people don't use their blinker. <laughs> that is so good. That's so true. I get really angry when you're driving, especially on a, on an interstate, and that person sits just on your back right corner panel to where you can't get over, but you can't see them all the time, so you have no clue what's happening back there. And you're just like, so you speed up, and then they speed up with you, and it's like, okay, this isn't a race. I'm just trying to give us distance so I can feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. All that. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is funny that all of ours relate to road rage. So I really get pissed when there's clearly a line of cars and you get the a-hole who comes on the side. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're the extra special person in the world. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no, you're really not. You need to be in the back of the line. Yeah. <laughs> I could just go on and on about things that make me mad when I'm driving. <laughs> so just, Walk I get angry when I drive. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. I get, I get into the road rage frame of mind walking to my vehicle. Yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh. Yeah. laughs> I'm sure that's probably how Mario feels sometimes. Because every so often he's like, babe. It's, it's okay. You're it's like truly a completely different person <laughs> when I'm driving. She much prefers me to drive. My mom is like, hey, um, call me when you get home. <laughs> if I'm talking to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I think this is this is one I actually will answer. I just I hate slow drivers. Yeah, drives me bananas. I'm like, I'm like, look, slow B wine Kenobi, drive the <laughs> car. It's straight, you know what I mean? It's because it's especially when you can't tell any good reason why they're driving so damn slow. Yeah. <laughs> Other than they're probably doing the speed limit. Yes. Uh, uh, going on vacation. Going on vacation. Going on vacation is. Oh, it takes me back to, I guess, being a kid. You're excited to go. There's yeah. just there's nothing else like it. Um, kind of along that same line is going on vacation when you were younger. Seems like it was so much easier or less stressful. Um, <laughs> Because you weren't planning it. Well, one, you were planning it. Two, it was like if you were going on a plane, you just like walked through the metal detector and you didn't oh, have to yeah, do all that yeah. stuff. Or, you know, if you got a kid and you drove out there, it was just, you know, kind of, you know, because again, you weren't the one driving, it was just a little bit more fun and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And nowadays, it's going on vacation, it's uh, sometimes you think of all the work that's piling up that you need a vacation after that vacation mm-hmm. just because of all the work that you have to walk into afterwards that just built up that it's almost not worth that vacation mm-hmm. I do understand that uh, I love to travel so vacations to me are everything I'm generally traveling a lot for work so a trip where you're not actually having to work is kind of nice yeah, it's one of the very, very few times I completely relax and kind of let go and maybe takes a day on each side <laughs> for that to happen. But, uh, man, I miss just having a day. Going on vacation is... I was just imagining it. <laughs> <laughs> but I said yes. you should see her face. She found her happy place. <laughs> she is on vacation in her mind right now. Yeah, this is actually another one I'll answer. Uh, and I will make a, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make uh, a disclosure to the group. I don't know if I feel like I've ever actually been on vacation. I've had some time, I've had some time off, and uh, and I suppose I have, I suppose I have. You know, I've gone and visited friends in other cities, and and uh, but. I guess nothing Not where, to where I just, you just unplug and yeah, nobody can get a hold of you. Yeah, just completely unplug. Ninety percent of the time, going on vacation for me is going home and visiting my parents, and generally they have seventy-three things that they need done around the house, and so really I I do housework and other chores all through what should be a vacation. But um, so I guess going on vacation for me. Is is but a dream still? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I need I need one of those. Is uh, there was two questions on here that made me go? Uh, I think I want to play this game. One was uh, politicians, and the other was this one because uh, I couldn't wait to hear uh, Chris O'Connor's answer. But we'll get to you because having my hair cut. <laughs> Say that one more time. Having my hair cut. Oh, having my hair cut, I, I feels a, well, it's a nice experience. One of the, the few service, I guess, experiences I feel like I get that often. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
so having my hair cut has been a challenge over the past couple years trying to find a good barber so I used to have a good barber then I had another good barber then she left to go take care of her kids then her the barber that plays her great old guy but he was getting old and he started getting kind of the old shaky hands and forgetting things and that wasn't making for very good haircuts and then I went to another barber and they weren't very good and then finally I found a good barber again and I'm just waiting for that just to fall off from underneath and then just <laughs> back to having terrible haircuts. I know that the, that the problem is that you're looking for a barber when you should be looking for a stylist and a haircut is as close to God as I will ever come <laughs> on this earth. Which is uh, why, ladies and gentlemen Chris, out there, podcast can you tell land. everybody how, how often you I get your haircut? I get my haircut every Thursday at noon and uh, it is just an amazingly great experience and yes it plays into my vanity issues but it is like it feels so good that you do a little head massage the little thing you're always looking good there's i hate the awkward just after a haircut is too short then you wait four weeks and it's too long so you only really get two decent weeks with a haircut and i will pay for, i have one good thing going for me and that's decent hair so i'm going to make sure that it's all right and i love you have it. more that he has more than one good thing no, going for him about it. So do you get your hair cut at a strip club? Because I never walk out of mine thinking of that it's like the greatest experience of my life. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, maybe. You well, that's why that's the difference made. of a barber a and a stylist. Well, no. Because my stylist massages my head yeah. and does I, all of that. No, I love my barber and I like a barber because I've been to a couple stylists and it's just the way I like to get my hair cut, they know how to, to do it just right. And that's just, every time I've gone to a stylist, it's, oh, you want this? And then I walk out looking like a poodle, and it's like, okay. It's, <laughs> it's like, you, you, when you want to look like a bulldog, you don't want to walk out looking like a poodle. You know? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I, I kind of want to expand on this. So, at what point did you start doing the once a week? Um, How did you find a place? It's been about a year. And uh, I had a friend who... Um, was truly a phenomenal style. She's a maid of train. She worked at a very famous place in New York for a long time and then had kind of gone out of work for a little while to have some kids and stuff and then wanted to get back to work. And so I went to start going to her salon. She was phenomenal. And then when she left, she hooked me up with, you know, another great person who worked there. What is her name? Uh, well, my friend's name is Sarah Beck, but the girl I go to now, her name's Angie Odeker. Mm-hmm. She's down at Jamie Miller and her partner. Um, which is awesome, so I went to her for last year, and now I kind of split time between her and a girl named Shauna, who also works there. So, I don't know. They're both great. They're both phenomenal. Awesome. Very cool. I do agree with you, though. That fourth week is just brutal. It's horrible. Yeah. And I not, can't stand that. It drives yeah. me nuts. Well, as short as your hair is, it gets I, can't, Im- I, was saying, I can't imagine yeah. you being able to weed. This was, this was uh, done on Friday? Yeah, Friday. So yeah. I had mine cut on Friday, and you know, this week and next week will be fine. That third week will start to get, but then the fourth week, you're right. It's just like it's too like it shelves out because again, it's real short on the sides. So then it starts. To so shelf that's out. a no travel week for you, right? It's like no, I'm sorry, we're gonna have to come the week after. Yeah, I still end up having to travel, but I would schedule it for that Friday. So when I land, you know, the next day I can always go in and get it, get a haircut. <laughs> I always feel those like buying clothes or something like that to make 
I know that I'm not the best dresser. I know that I'm not the best chef. And I, I, I just need somebody I can trust. Like, you have a haircut you like, so that's awesome. Right. I don't know what yeah. looks good on me. I have no idea. So I just want to go to somebody who knows what the hell they're doing and goes, this is the best I can do. Like a professional. <laughs> right. You know? So yeah. Fix me. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm not a stylish man. Yeah. I just do my one thing. And that's why I like a barber because I know the way I want my hair to be cut. It's just I know that the barbers are the best guys because... That's how they've been trained yes, with the yeah. short hair, with the with a guy's haircut. Okay. Where uh, uh, if I go to a stylist, they're wanting a little bit well, more really, hair, more to do with yeah, I want yeah. and you really want a stylist yeah. that is comfortable with men's hair. Yeah. yeah, and some of them actually train on that, but yeah. yeah, it's it's hard to find. I want them to keep up with the latest fashions, the latest styles. Like, yeah, you know, do all that kind of stuff. I don't like my hair done the same way all the time. Can't can't my, do it. Uh, I have to change my stylist. Well, I'm changed to her, but she, we met her when my daughter was five. She's the only person that's ever cut her hair. She's 17 now. She's been cutting my hair probably half that long. Well, I mean, yeah. at least eight years. Wow. But she's a Vita train, too. Oh, yeah. Vita yeah. Trains and good people. Yeah. And it is, it is, getting my hair cut is awesome. <laughs> I, I know from my dad. So my dad's been going to the same barber since... Uh, well, my family moved out here in the early, early 90s, like 19, well, 89 or 90, right? Mm -hmm. So same guy, all that kind of stuff. And my dad's real particular about his hair. When that guy retires or dies, it's going to be the end of the world for my dad, and it's going to be hell for my mom. <laughs> and it's going to be interesting to wait for that to happen. <laughs> it's funny how guy, my, dad's, my dad was going to the same barber for a long time. I don't know if he's still around or not, but I'm like, you just get stuck on a person and... You know, they know you, you're, you're, you trust them. Like, I've had some pretty crappy haircuts. Yeah, that's, that's, that's And that, that's horrible when yeah. you leave and, like, all you can do is wait for it to grow out and get it cut again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a mohawk once. Oof. And my hair grows so slow, it's ridiculous. Oof. Shoot, that's why I started cutting my own hair. I, I had a, when I was young... Um, my first barber I can remember, he was good, he was an older guy, and uh, then he was getting ready to retire, and I started going to this other guy, he had this small shop, the entire shop was probably as big as this room, might even be smaller, and uh, it was, the walls were completely covered with uh, photos and newspaper clippings, um, mostly from like the civil rights era, and it was uh, like even pictures with him, with uh, Martin Luther King, pictures with him and Malcolm X, pictures of him and uh, Louis Farrakhan, pictures with him and, and and every and anybody who was somebody in civil rights era, and um, and that was always amazing, just amazing piece of history going in that shop. And I, and I grew to love going to the barber. Uh, one, I always loved how he cut my hair, but sitting and listening to all the old men talk, mm -hmm. that was just the greatest thing for me. I think I just, I, I, I used to love sitting and listening to them tell the old stories and, and uh, oh yeah, you remember the times. And, and then when he retired, um, it took years before I found another barber that I liked. And, and uh, I went to him for a year or two, and he was a younger guy. And uh, 
and then he moved way out in the suburbs. You know, I'm originally from Chicago, so, you know, going from the city to, like, a like a western suburb that takes an hour to drive to, it just, it, it, I'm not doing that. And so, so after that, I actually just, I started cutting my own hair, because I actually cut a lot of my friends' hair anyway. Um, so I just like, you know, what, I'm just going to learn how to cut my own hair, because I, I can't deal with this. And, um, and ever since, I still always want to uh, find a new barber, but I just, but I haven't, I haven't felt comfortable trying anybody out. I've, we've, I've got one friend uh, that he goes to a guy, and his hair is always good, and he's the same way. He gets his hair cut every week or two, mm -hmm. and um, and and I think about that guy, but I don't know. I'm just at this point. I've been cutting it. My I've been cutting it myself for so many years. I just I don't know if I want to if I want to do that. So talking to a drunk. Oh. Talking to a drunk is either I feel to well talking to a drunk is either all truth or all lies. Talking to a drunk is something I try to avoid <laughs> um, because a lot of times the conversations are incoherent, the two ends don't meet. Um, unless I'm drunk and that person is drunk, then it's okay. But if I'm sober, that person's <laughs> drunk. It's, yeah, you kind of have to qualify. Yeah. And, and even if I'm drunk, drunk, I don't like to talk to sober people either. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I was going to say talking to a drunk is awesome because I'm usually drunk too. And so <laughs> an amazing conversation about something fun. So I love it. <laughs> talking to a drunk? It's frustrating. Okay. Yeah, generally because you're never drunk. Because so. you're sober. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> It's same for me. I'm usually I'm just never, thinking of I'm usually the, fairly yeah. fairly sober and I can talk to anybody but talking to a drunk when uh when I'm stone sober is super difficult to say the least. A millionaire is what everyone wants to be. Cuz I was thinking that's what I want to be. <laughs> there you go. I was going to say in this day and age, I think a millionaire is what a lot of people despise, but everybody wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And I would just think a millionaire is a frustrated billionaire. Very true. <laughs> I go with you on that. Imagine. There's really nothing I can add to that. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's I think I, much I think true. you're all right, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody wants to be a millionaire, and a millionaire. In fact, I, I, I heard an interview earlier today, actually, and it was a young, uh, young rap artist, and uh, he was talking about when he first realized he had first made his first million dollars. And uh, then he was like, oh, this is so awesome, and he bought some stuff, he bought a house, he bought, you know. And then he said, so then after taxes, you know, he had like, like 300 grand, and he was like, this is what I've been striving to be, you know. It's what I've been striving to do. No, I need, I need more than this. So I think you're right. I think, think, yeah. Everybody wants to be. It doesn't go as far as you think it does. Oh no, I, I don't. I never think it's a matter of what you can and can't buy with the money. I think it's a matter of your drive. So if you have this drive to become a millionaire, trust me. Once you hit a million, 
you're going to want ten. Then you want ten, man. And then you're going to want a billion. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're you're, mm-hmm. you're just you're the kind of person who's not satisfied, right? Yeah. And that I think is admirable. And I and I think that goes to a point of you look at a lot of the guys like a Warren Buffett who's got more money than he could ever spend, but yet he doesn't stop doing what he's doing. Sure. He's still doing it. So at that point, it's it's you know people sit there and say, well, when is enough money enough? Well, you have to understand. You look at it from a concept of for for you when you look at it. It's money. On his side, it's not money. It's proving that he's successful at what he does, knowing what, proving himself to himself that he's good at what he does, exactly. and going out there and doing it all the time because that's that's his form of joy, his form of satisfaction in a way. And and and, and to your point, is, is that kind of drive? Sure. At at that point, once you've hit once you've hit a hundred million. And, and again, it, I think at that point it ceases to really, really cease to be about the money. At first, it's that first million, then the second million, the third million. But once you get to a point where you just buy, randomly just buy whatever you want, it ceases to be about that money. Oh, you yeah, know? absolutely. And, and you stop thinking about all the stuff you can buy because at some point you're just like, well, now I'm just buying stuff. You know, who mm-hmm. cares about that? You yeah, know? absolutely. And last but not least, when it rains, I. When it rains. I really wish I owned an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When it rains, I smile on the inside. I actually like it when it rains. Mm-hmm. Especially, I love a good thunderstorm. The thunder, the lightning, I don't know what it is, but I just, I kind of like that, that uh, nature's chaos, if you will, that, yeah. that storm coming through. I love a good evening storm, so for me when it rains, I'll go out on my deck, I will have a cigar, I'll have a drink, and I'll turn on some good music and just chill out with my dog, and have a just a relaxing, fun night. Yeah, I like when it rains. It's very relaxing to me, if I'm not in it, or driving. Or driving, or without an umbrella. I don't even mind. I I don't even mind that if I'm. I mean, you know, it just it's renewal. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. Uh, for me, I think if I'm out in it, um, you know, I I just want you know I just want to get to some 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 shelter. If I'm home, um, I like to hear the rain falling. Uh, but you know, I think it acts for me. It actually gets back to the question right before it. For me, when it rains, um, I wish I had my own branded umbrellas that I was selling. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so with with that, we have played. Finish the sentence, ladies and gentlemen. Finish the sentence. All right. So, with that said. Um, I want to uh, end uh, end before the toast with a quote, and that is, uh, forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know before you learned it. Because at some point, you knew better and you did it anyway, but did you know it, or did you know it after you did it? Mm-hmm. So, with that said, time to toast. And I want to end this with the toast that we always end it with, and that is to good times with good people.